Hello. Welcome and thank you for joining us and listening to our podcast, The God Beyond the Bible. Our podcast is released weekly each Friday. The content of each episode is based on the questions and curiosities we all have about God and the Bible. Many of our topics are considered taboo in the minds of the mainstream church. You will find our discussions to be, I think, refreshing and often far from traditional. But we don't just skirt around these complex issues, but confront them head on, and not in the way you're used to hearing them discussed on typical Christian talk shows. I'm Alan Rowland, creator and host of The God Beyond the Bible. As of the launch of this podcast, I've been a pastor for more than 35 years. My co-host is my daughter, Trayson, and our engineer, co-producer, is my daughter, Tabitha. Our mission is to encourage our audience, along with us, to open our minds to the reality that God is simply too big to be fully explored or experienced by the reading and studying of a single ancient work. In short, the Bible's not the sum of God, and to think this is to limit what He has done, is doing, and what He will do in our future. So with introductions made, thank you for listening, and let's dive into the topic of the day. And welcome, seekers, to podcast number 102 of God Beyond the Bible. This is the third episode dedicated to the topic of energy, vibration, and frequency. And this may seem like it has a hint of mysticism to it, but actually it's more scientific than you may think. But first, we got shout-outs. Yeah, and our shout-out this week is to Jay Cole. Um, I've noticed you've been listening to episodes and liking them on our SoundCloud, and we're really glad to have you listening. Absolutely. And I want to say I noticed that we probably got a lot of listeners we don't know because unless they subscribe, and we don't even encourage, you know, we don't push the subscribe, only if you want to be notified, and Mm -hmm. and we try to do this every week. I do want to say um, if you want to get a little notification on your phone that tells you when we have have a new episode coming out you can go to godbeyondthebible.com and click on that little red um bell bell in the bottom right hand corner and subscribe i don't see your name i don't see any of your information right. but i do send out each time that i post a new episode on friday morning i send out a notification to everyone that's subscribed so there you go and uh, i don't think on spotify there's any way to know Who's listening Spotify is, is how I usually listen, and, and, and I don't think you have any. Yeah, way I don't think of, you have no, any way I of knowing who's and how we're listening. We're on, Spotify. on actually about thirty different platforms. So, those of you, if you want to shout out, if you want to let us know that you're listening, you can email us at email at godbeyondthebible dot com. We'd be glad to give you a shout out or hear any questions or statements that you have about our episodes. We'd love to hear from you guys. And, and, and our Facebook and, page. Yeah, yeah Facebook and, and Twitter. And we're not doing it, guys. To We don't scroll through to see how... Well, I wonder how many listen... Well, that's not no. what it's about. You, If we hear anything, it's because you contact us. That's, yes. We're not, we're not and out. And we do enjoy those little very contacts much. very yeah. much. Well, our quote for this series of... Uh, 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 I don't know, start to call them lessons, but podcasts, episodes. episodes yeah. yeah. If you want to, uh, is Nikola Tesla, of course. If you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. Okay. So why are we devoting so much time to a theory statement by someone that we hardly even know? In our limited amount of time, there is no way to familiarize our listening audience with such a complex character as Nikola Tesla. Suffice it to say that we as a society owe much to this single individual, but his accomplishments go much deeper than his invented mind, inventive mind. He claimed that he received all of his inspiration for technical invention by inspiration outside his human mind. He didn't necessarily say it was divine, 
but he didn't say it wasn't either. And he, much like Einstein, claimed to have discovered the ability to connect with a power that was outside what we consider normal human intuition. These men who did so much to advance our world credited their abilities to a power that was greater than themselves and both declared that it is of their opinion that all human beings have the same gift but do not access it. Tesla claimed that much like a lucid dream, he was able to visualize every aspect of his technical inventions in such detail that he didn't have to improve on the plans once he developed it into a working model. And that goes with the first AC motor and everything. Mm -hmm. He saw it all in detail, every bit of it in detail, he claimed, and he built it and it worked. Wow. Tesla's greatest dream now was to provide free electricity to every person on Earth without the use of wires and cables. When his financial backers, such as J.P. Morgan, discovered his plan to provide free electrical energy to the masses, Morgan withdrew his financing and demanded the project be destroyed. When Tesla died, his apartment was mysteriously plundered and all his technical papers disappeared before his son could arrive to retrieve them. This is not a conspiracy theory. This actually happened and was confirmed not only by his son, but others who befriended Tesla. And there are museums who are still on the hunt trying to find out what happened to these because they want them, you know, in their collection. And Well, it's not just that. The technology. And yeah. he was just, yes. he was considered so far advanced and so far, but yet someone took all of the. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking after that cold snap we had last week, it would have been nice to have that free electricity. <laughs> uh, but do you see the you see the connection there? And this is a true story. Do the research. Morgan was furious, and and the yeah. tower that he had almost completed to send out free electricity uh, was destroyed. So, since we've been so impacted by the accomplishments of this single individual, shouldn't we at least give some thought to what he believed was the secret to the universe? What does the fact that he wanted to provide free energy to the whole world say about the motivation and character of this man? Where might we be in terms of an advanced society had we had he actually been able to finish this project? He had already proven that he could transmit electricity without wires and cables by lighting light bulbs some 40 miles away from his transmitter. And what do you guys think of when you think of Nikola Tesla? What is the image that comes to your mind? Well, I always see those, uh, what are those coils? The Tesla coils. I always yes. think of those. And him sitting there below one of them. Yeah, with the electricity mm-hmm. flying yeah. through the air and touching, yeah, the electricity. I think yeah. that's probably the most popular image of him. Mm-hmm. So would energy, vibration, and frequency that could produce healing and eliminate suffering qualify as one of the great secrets of the universe? I think, think it may be the greatest. <laughs> um, did gifted individuals like Tesla, Einstein, Edgar Casey, and others discover the secret of tapping into the divine energy of the universe? There are many in the scientific and spiritual community who are open-minded enough to believe that this is exactly what they did. Mm-hmm. So let's play a little what if. What if it were discovered that if we thought in terms of energy, vibration, and frequency, we could cure diseases instead of merely treating symptoms? What if we discovered that there was no need for internal medicine or invasive procedures? Perhaps a device, something similar to maybe Rife's frequency machine, would be utilized and a person who was suffering from an illness such as cancer would go to a professional And the cure would be no more uncomfortable than lying in a room and being exposed to frequency waves that harmonize with the frequency of healthy cells and the mutated cancerous cells merely quit reproducing themselves and died away. 
I have to say, and I know this is a little bit off topic from this, but this makes me wonder if this is why the vibrating, oscillating, they call them an oscillating massager that you buy like at Walmart and stuff for your neck or mm-hmm. your feet. Works or, so well. Yeah. It's because of the vibration yeah. more than We've the got, actual movement. Mo- Mom just ordered another one the other day. Of course, it wasn't much. She, I think she did it because the price was. But uh-huh. but because every once in a while you come across a good one that really works. Yes. That yes. really works good. And and yeah, you know, uh, when I, I use them for my headaches. My headaches uh-huh. come from my neck. A lot of Mine it's from well. my neck. And I can use those. Mas- and if I can get it at the right speed in the right place, it'll just almost instantly yes. relieve my headache. At least while the vibration is there and, and, and then after a period of time it'll relieve it completely yeah. and occasionally make the tv start jumping while you're watching yeah it. <laughs> yeah it depends on yeah what frequency it's on <laughs> okay and talking about the frequency waves you know if there were something that could heal or cure cancer uh-huh. might we expect that some who profit greatly from the medical and pharmaceutical community might attempt to squelch such a discovery much as J.P. Morgan did when he discovered Tesla's intent to provide free electricity to the masses. I'd like to quote Ronald Reagan. Those who make their fortune upon the status quo will do all that is in their power to keep the status quo. Well, well said. And and I think, too, we mentioned before, and we may mention this one again, but we mentioned before that uh, the, the scientific community, much like the <laughs> religious community, mm-hmm. is not at all easy to get them to have a paradigm shift it's not at all easy to get no. them to accept anything outside because they're laser focused and right now it's we're laser focused on etern- internal medicine mm-hmm. and that's all we think about we only think of medicine in the terms of internal medicine yes we don't think about it in any other terms and remember that's in his quote he said when we begin to think in terms of energy frequency and vibration we'll discover the secrets of the universe and you know there's things that we overlook that are you know getting a massage is actually a form of energy healing yes. and it's also very spiritual most people don't know that uh, spiritualists people who do massages are very they're spiritual i went to a lady i guess about a month ago and uh-uh. she is very well trained in the holistic healing and mm-hmm. stuff but the music that they play in the background mm-hmm. the stones that they use that's, everything. that's all vibration and frequency yes. every bit of that yeah yes. well and if you guys aren't familiar with reiki healing mm-hmm. which is actually healing with energy you guys should look into it it's really interesting can you spell that do you have it before you r-e-i-k-i i have seen that i've yes. seen that yeah and it's before. actually it's really interesting. I would. I've always wanted to go for a Reiki healing session and just see, yeah, what I, it felt like. I think you're eight, Tracy. Is that right? So, we mentioned in the last episode that the Bible text says that God is light. Jesus said He was the light of the earth and told His followers that they were the light of the earth. Is this an indication that there is a divine energy of the universe that man has built a religion around and dubbed as God? Could this have been what Paul was t- relating to Timothy when he said they have a form of godliness but deny the power thereof? See, we always look at that in just strictly spiritual terms. What if he was speaking in terms of frequency and mm-hmm. vibrate? You know, they well, have a form of godliness. They acknowledge the power, but they deny the power. Well, and I'm, I kind of mentioned this before, but... Um, By the way, a form of godliness is religion. Yes. <laughs> Buddhists mm-hmm. refer to their energy as ki or chi Mm -hmm. um typically it's pronounced chi but it's spelled qi it is the energy that is there when everything else is removed and they believe that this energy that's left when you take away everything else is divine is divine it Mm -hmm. is god 
And they actually believe that by quieting ourselves that we can make connection to that internal vibration called the chi. However, Buddhists tend to refrain from truly naming this energy because they feel that any time we put a name or a description on it, that we, we are taking some of its divine nature and power and limiting it. That's what we've done with God. Mm-hmm. We put a form and character mm-hmm. on God, and that's exactly what religion has done. Now, the, the Tao is the same way. Taoism, T-A-O-I-S-N, Taoism, Tao Te Ching. We mentioned that in a former mm-hmm. episode. They're the same way. It said it is said the power that can be named, something like that, the power that can be named is not the true Yes. Which the Tao means the way. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the way that can be named is not the true way. If you can define it and name it, it's I not like the tr- it's not the true way. I thought that, and I listen to that quite often. Well, for lack of better descriptive terms, could it be that believers that what the re- believers refer to as the Holy Spirit uh, could be the conduit of that divine energy? Remember, we talked about how the Holy Spirit is the wind, is just like the wind. Mm-hmm. We don't know where it comes from, but it, it has a source. It starts somewhere. Jesus said, when the Spirit has come, you will have no need to be taught by men because he will teach you all things. Is it possible that we have interpreted these statements from a purely spiritual and religious perspective and have neglected to see the implications of divine energy, vibration, and frequency? So what if this is what prayer really is? It is. What if prayer exact, is just exactly, about getting your vibrations it and is your, that frequency? Because, you know, you've everyone's been in that position where they've just felt awful whether it's anxiety, stress, physical illness, yes. and you pray, and you it's almost sometimes that immediate. But prayer is really a meditation. And, you know, we're going to have to do some series on meditation. Mm-hmm. I, I hope all of you out there have looked into meditation and tried meditation. And meditation is something we've mentioned before. Meditation is not something that you can just try. I'm saying, it didn't work for me. I've had no, people say, you did you try? And, well, they just, it don't work for me. It just doesn't work. I tried it, and it don't work. Well, meditation is not something you do one time. YouTube is a great place to start. <laughs> yes, it's yes, tons yes. of free and yes. don't, guys, don't try too hard when you're meditating. You're going to think thoughts are going to cross your mind. When you are so focused on doing meditation right, you will never reach you any reach form it. of meditation. Uh, the way that can be named is not the way. Yes. Right. <laughs> so I have to ask this too. How much of what we refer to as intuition is really just reading the vibrations around Well, it us? is. Oh, we've talked about aura. Yes. Aura is nothing more than the vibration that person puts off. We've always, and, and I've always been super sensitive to energy. I can walk into a room and, and feel I, the energy. I can feel if there's just been a fight. a fight or if someone's just angry. I can feel that. Sure. But how many years of, you, of your life have you spent pushing that aside? It's not really a thing. You know, like, oh, yeah, I feel that, but. Well, no, you know. well maybe, maybe you utilize it, but you don't pursue it. Yes. There you go. There it gets. We don't yes. make it grow. That's the thing. We all utilize that every day in life. Well, there's something about that person. It uh-huh. just doesn't. There's something about that crowd there. I just don't feel mm-hmm. right. But we don't pursue that. And, and people like Tesla and people like that, we're not afraid to just say, okay, where's this coming from? Yeah. How's this working? I want to figure out how this is working. So is it possible that we have become so steeped in our intellectual ego that we have built a barrier between scientific discovery of the universe and the divine energy of the universe? And this egotistical barrier has deprived us of great advancements, such as those contributed by men like Einstein and Tesla, who, like you just said, they weren't afraid to blur the line between the spiritual and the scientific. Do y'all remember how in the Dark Ages, science was literally believed to be demonic? 
I mean, I feel like we're in the reverse of that, where anything spiritual is scientifically believed to be complete and total superstition. And it's not just anything. Even the modern day Christian religion hmm, yeah. yes. denies the spiritual in, in yeah. so many ways. Yeah, because well, because we want to put a form on it and a shape on it and a title on it and a description on it. And things can't just be what they are. Yeah, we, we, we can't just to say, OK, this is an energy that's unexplainable, but it's real and it operates and and I'm being honest with you that's what people who are going to church are looking for mm-hmm. but they're not getting it no they're not getting it they're getting instead dogmas and teaching and lectures and all of these things and they're just not getting but it's like you said we're we're naming that way and we have to make everything fit into yeah yeah uh, and let me say something about Jesus himself uh, something about that John said and I just discovered this the other day and, and it is true we, we all know the verse in John that says the word became and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Mm-hmm. That wasn't what that said. John said, and the word became flesh and dwelt in us. Oh, wow. That changes everything. Changes it all. Yes, it does. The word became flesh and dwelt in us, not among us. There's a two different words, and I promise you, the Greek word that he used was in us, not among us. But see, our translators, that's too spiritual. It has to fit the yeah. narrative. Yeah. All right. So, guys, what if curing most diseases was as simple as restoring the body to its proper harmonies and frequencies? This concept's not new. In fact, it's a lot older than the pharmaceutical approach that we have all but fully devoted our interest and research to. It's amazing that we are more than willing to accept and build on the progress men like Tesla have gifted us with, but we seem to be unwilling to tap into what they claimed to be the source of their inspiration. Anything else? Next week, we'll consider how we might restore frequency harmony to the body and what the Master had to say about this concept. Until then, may God's unconditional grace, peace, and love be on, in, and radiate out from each of you, our fellow seekers, from all of us here at God Beyond the Bible. Did you enjoy listening to God Beyond the Bible? Do you have an idea for an episode? Connect with us today. Visit our website at godbeyondthebible.com, all one word, Or send us an email at email at godbeyondthebible.com. Or you can visit us on Facebook. Just type God Beyond the Bible into the search bar.